Hey all, thanks for listening. Just a quick disclaimer up front that this episode includes some discussions of intense and violent things currently taking place in Iran. If you are listening in a car with kids or have a history of experiencing violence that might find some of this content triggering, um, now may not be the time to listen. But if you're able, we also believe it's an it's important for our church family to be aware of things taking place both in our church family and in the church around the world. So thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Pastors Podcast. Pastor Scott here with Pastors Matt, Brian, and Ara. Hey. Hello. Hello, Cornerstone. <laughs> we, um, we're all here for what probably will be the final podcast of this calendar year. And it's cold. <laughs> Baby. It's cold. It's cold outside. And it does and it's cold <laughs> inside. No it's AC. It's cold. We have no, yeah, no heat. The heat doesn't work. Just just in this room. Just in this room. Like the heat in the vast majority of the... Because we live in California, so... Yeah, it's like 55 degrees and frigid. Brian and I are cuddling for body warmth just to keep keep us uh, warm in this cold room. It's 48 degrees outside. Ara is fine on his own. He's got extra layers. <laughs> yeah, because of hair, so we need to have more hair. <laughs> we need more hair. That is the problem. A lot of the heat Honestly. does leave the top of your head, doesn't it? That's yeah. why I'm comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's fine. He's got all that nice head of hair. Ara, right, how much would it be for us to go to Turkey and get hair implants? $3,000. With flight and everything. Sounds like a good deal. Can you imagine if we all went to Turkey on like a mission trip and, <laughs> and we came, came back, back with, with hair? hair plugs. <laughs> just said nothing. Brian, Ara... <laughs> Me, I'm, Reggie, Jim. No, oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? If we all did it, we could say nothing and it would be fine. Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. We are Hollywood pastors, so we should do it. That's how I think of myself, a Hollywood pastor. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Best LA pastor. We, are, we are Hollywood pastors. <laughs> the look on Brian's face says it all. It's actually what my business card says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my official title. Yeah. Scott Mel, Hollywood pastor. You have, are you have the greatest social media presence of anybody. So you're the most well-known. You're the most famous probably. I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have more than like my 38 followers. So. And that's across all platforms. Yeah, exactly. So you're yeah, including when I them, Facebook. Yeah, I mean, you, Matt follows me on three different ones. That's three. Yeah, that's three. Do you follow <laughs> me in my Instagram? I don't know. I'm probably. At Ara Torosian. Yeah, right. I'm follow not. Me. I don't Wait, are, you plug, are you plugging it now? We've, <laughs> At Ara Torosian. How do you spell Torosian? We've gone like two years. T-O-R-O-S-I-A-N. This is his, it's it's his thing. He's, maybe maybe he's three years guy. of this podcast without doing the like, subscribe, and share. And R is here for 30 seconds and he does it. Well, yeah, but he's, R is a different animal. You don't mess with Ara. <laughs> mm. That's true. So actually there, there's, there's a reason we're all, all here and all here in um, this particular moment. We were talking about soccer and how the USA beat Iran in soccer. Yes. I lost a Persian dinner. Yep. You owe, me, lunch, a, you owe me a Persian lunch. Yeah. Let's go today. Didn't turn out well for USA, but yeah. But I support uh, USA, and lots of um, lots of Iranian they support opposite team of Iran. So we were not in Iran team anymore because what's happening in Iran, and uh, we felt that the team team Medley, which is we call team Medley, uh, is supporting regime. What's happening in Iran? So. 
uh, in Qatar, lots of Iranians, they went to take the real flag of Iran and uh, to call the names or slogans, they didn't even Qatar uh, government allow them to go to stadium if yeah. they have the other flag or slogans or even a banner. They so wouldn't allow that, them to go. Yeah. Mm. So th- th- this is actually this is actually why we're here. Why what we want to get into in the podcast episode today? Not the, soccer. not the soccer game. Yeah. Um. Or the World Cup. As great as it is, all you World Cup fans out there. Do you call it football or soccer? Football. You call it football. Man. Like Brazilian. Have you? What about um? What about uh? Inches and feet and miles? Do you guys do get that or no? no your kilometers. Kilometer. Man, it's not catching on like I thought it would. I keep trying. I keep trying to get there, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but we. <laughs> I had a perfect segue, and you and you doubled down on random uh, Listen, American soccer facts. This is it's true. Well, well no, then I went into <laughs> then I went into metric for yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Th- this is a, this is we're gonna have a, a serious podcast, so we gotta have we're, a little funny on the front end. We, here. we yes. are, but we just passed the five minute mark. Oh well, yeah, but that was it. That's what that was the banter. Here. Banter over. No, no, but it's got to be funnier. <laughs> There's more. There's more here. There's this is how here. people will stay for our. That's podcast. That's how they will stay. Yeah. Exactly. They want to see his over Instagram. Matt saying like I thought it would, <laughs> like, <laughs> like he instigated this this alternative to the metric system and tried to propagate it across the world. I was really hoping it just would take off. I've been advocating for it, <laughs> like as a twenty six year old, he like threw it out there. And the last decades, was really trying <laughs> to make it happen, and just is flabbergasted that it hasn't caught on. You can check out my website. What is a meter? dot com. <laughs> Anyways, what's a meter? That's that's no one knows. That's why I'm saying it's an advocacy website for feet <laughs> and miles and inches mm. and whatever else we've got. Uh, Fahrenheit. You guys use ca- uh, Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyways. All right. We can move on, Scott. Please segue us now. Well, I, I had one. The door is open. Now I, <laughs> yeah, two. That's right. I do. You were saying, Third this is why shower. we're here today. No, this is why we're here. Not talking so, about soccer, not talking about Fahrenheit, not talking about meters. So we were, we're, we're continuing a conversation as sometimes the pastor's podcast just is, is a continuation of a conversation we were just having in our office and in our office are you were sharing with us um both what's going on in iran right now what's been going on for the last couple months which i think some people are aware of some people may be very informed about i think a lot of people uh, may know very little about but also how significantly what's going on in iran now is affecting uh, a segment of our church family our people how um what a significant part of their experience and how deeply it's affecting them. Um, so we thought that it, this would be a great opportunity for you to share both c- to continue to share with us and to share with the church from your perspective, what's going on and how that's affecting people. Um, and the three of us are here because uh, we think this is that important and want you as Cornerstone Church to consider this in um, both your prayer and your love for the people in our in our yeah, church. I really so. appreciate it. And uh, uh, we live in West LA, Los Angeles, and uh, you might see a protest around West LA and Federal Building, like with the flags. And and um, there is three months ago, 
morality police uh, in Iran took a girl and the girl died because of all tortures and everything. And people of Iran came out and protest and... and um, so, so, so to be clear, I mean, what sparked at least this initial yeah. one, yeah. This, this girl was arrested, yeah. tortured, and then died in custody? Yeah. Right. For example, we... Um, uh, we have morality police. Like I remember when I was like young, even uh, like we can't wear the short in Iran. So even uh, short sleeves, um, many years ago when I was teenager, it was forbidden for men's shirts. For, sh- sh- short sh- sleeves, sh- yeah. Not not uh, not uh, pants, but sh- shirts. Uh, shirts you can't have it. Yeah. Like uh, shorts or shirt. Short. No short sleeve, anything. Yeah, not nothing. So even the sleeves, when I, I remember a teenager, they paint the man's hand when they saw the morality police. And even uh, uh, the woman, if they have nails, even they have boots sometimes because they said this is too sexy for women to wear in public in Iran. Um, so in that continuum, then co- corruption in the country and dictatorship uh, through supreme leader, I remember like we, we just celebrate our 13 years anniversary becoming uh, like uh, coming to U.S. as a refugee, 7 December 2009. And the protest, the real protest started in 2009 uh, as an uh, election and people want some changes and that continue and it's just people blow out in we never seen the history of iran um that without any leadership without any uh, uh opposition outside of iran people in iran got fed up with the dictatorship and cruelty of the government and corruption and and people start uh, getting poor and Every day they start selling their uh, kidneys for life. And, um, you know, Iran has oil, gas, natural gas. And then uh, kind of Iran become isolated. For example, uh, Iranian, if they want to come to U.S., for example, uh, part of my family in Iran, they can't come and visit us here because there's, there is no visa issue for Iranians, very, very hard uh, for, for like visitation, uh, especially if you're under 30 years old. So this, with all this isolation and also the social media, what's happened in Iran and people get like 20, 30 years ago, we, we didn't have the social media. And then Iranians start to use social media to be voice and to kind of uh, outspoke what's happening in Iran. And even they, for example, we don't have YouTube. The YouTube is filtered, Facebook is filtered, Instagram is filtered, and everything, everything in Iran is filtered. So people can just, government try to cut all relationship and isolate Iranian people. I believe like uh, Iran in a prison and uh, the religious and this ideology of um, radical, uh, radi- radical thinking about their religion make people to hate even the religion too. Uh, because people saw like in 1979, they, they did revolution for better life, but now 
they see oh what what's happened what what this religion that promised very good stuff people get poor and poor every day um so three months ago that's happened and uh people start coming out protest and uh, since then like three months ago 18,242 including an estimate 68 children uh detained and many children they died they said like I have this number, 488 got killed last three months. Uh, include children. In the protests. Women, yes. Include children, uh, include girls, um, you know, uh, females, men, and mostly young people. Like this new generation, 20 years old to 30 years old, they stand up for their right. They want freedom. And then we call this slogan, Woman, Life, and Freedom. Uh, uh, and the, the, this became a um, uh, big slogan for us that um, uh, woman life freedom. And Time Time magazine, uh, they make uh, heroes of the year, uh, women of Iran. And uh, for me is- Wait, wait, so just to pause, 488 people have been killed in the last three months? Last three months. And including Pro children 16 years old and 18 years old. And last week, they executed, exec, yeah. what, what do you call it? Yeah, you got it, executed. Yes. Two young men, uh, Mohsen Shekari and Majid Reza Rahnavard. Majid Reza Rahnavard in Mashhad. Um, and because, like, the first one, Mohsen Shekari, 22 years old, because he protested and they said, oh, he, he kind of, um, with weapon, like cold weapon, they, with knife, uh, did something and nobody like he blocked the way so and there is um many young people even 16 years old waiting for um you know the government issue this um they kill them so um and they they religious uh, because the law and everything is according to religion they're saying they are doing against god and what do you call it? Is this wagging? Wagging against God or something like that in English? Um, uh, so. So he, he was most recently this one who was executed. So he wasn't just killed in the streets. He was arrested, arrested. within the last couple of months. No, 23 days from since first day that he, they got he was arrested to his execution. 23 days. And they didn't have any right to have a lawyer. They can't have a lawyer. They can't do anything. So they go, it's just kind of there. And they pressure people to kind of witness wrong stuff because of tortures. And even they rape girls, 16, 17, like there is Masa Amini, Nika, and like 16 years old, they rape him, rape her, and throw him from a um, uh, no, roof. And they said, oh, he, su uh, she suicide or she has like mental illness. Another girl, another girl is just, we as Iranian that we fed up with this old cruelty and dictatorship. And uh, it's so, <laughs> it's so sad. I told you 18,242 people detained si since uh, three months ago, include 68 children and now uh, more than 50, 60 people is waiting to go uh, execute. 
So okay, okay. So one of the <clears throat> we were, actually we were just talking about this. I feel like one of the headlines we've seen was that Iran, uh, that like may, maybe as a concession they did away with the morality police, and so now you know maybe the protests are going away. Is that happening? This this sounds like that's not happening at all. Yeah, this is all propaganda of uh, media uh, because uh, what's happening. And outside of Iran, they have this propaganda media and people outside of Iran trying to convince that, oh, Iranian, they just rid of the morality. Uh, since I remember, they changed few names of morality police. And uh, people, like, this, is, this is not about like morality police anymore. This is about the freedom. This is about... Uh, Iranian wants to have a free life to choose what they want. Like since uh, protest, there is 25 Christians that they include themselves in the protest that are in prison. And uh, if you remember a few, uh, few weeks ago, there was a fire in the Evin prison, one of the uh, hardest prison uh, in Tehran. They put like people they believe they, they just try to kill people and to put the fire. And one of our friends, which is a friend of Niku Nava, one of the artists, she called me, she said like, my brother is in that same prison and same section uh, that they put on the fire. And uh, I said, why your brother in prison? And how long is the prison? She said, four years. And they gave 10 years for prison because of he changed his religion from Islam to Christianity and he served there. 10 years, a young guy, 25 years, or four years already there. Uh, but praise God, we pray. I remember we pray and, and um, he's, he's okay, but he's still in prison. There is lots of pastors in prison right now. Um, one of my old church um, uh, in Iran, uh, the pastor is in prison for 10 years, and it's just um, uh, a very sad situation. So I, 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 w- I want to ask a little bit about like how this effect is affecting the, our people and our church family here, but maybe before that, how how is this impacting the church in Iran, like the Christians in Iran, the underground church in Iran is... Are, how how does how do these protests impact? Uh, I can tell you, like since three months, know? okay, we are freeze. Like it's just the time, life, and everything got stopped. Like our life is always watching social media. What's happened? Who died? Uh, uh, what's what's going to happen? What why United Nation is not doing what why? this government um, not recognizing and, and it's just life for us is not normal anymore. And uh, for me, um, you know, I born and raised in an Armenian family, but I'm an Iranian in my heart. Like I felt how, even I'm a US citizen and how, uh, you know, I can't change my heart for Iran. Uh, you know, my, my kids might, you know, Never feel in the way that I felt uh, last three months, but it's just the love of this country in my heart and it's just my country 
And sorry. Uh, I try not to um, like this is what's happened like m me and my wife when when kids is out like we we kind of uh, go our knees and pray I say what's happening um, sorry guys I feel like this is a, a shared experience too that you keep telling me, you keep seeing in our people too, that when you say like life freezes, I don't know if all of us have a category for what, what that means, what it means for our country, for our, our people, the people that we grew up in around to be going through this and and people that you know the people that our church family knows I, like i had this um uh photo that i show you the guy was walking from his job to the house and um like this guard and police um anti-protest police with the knife they hit his eye and he lose his eye. So I had to, like, we had to um, raise some money for this poor guy to to do surgery. And, like, our ability, like, sometimes I'm saying, like, I can't do anything. I have to post in social media. I have, like, for example, in Nikunawa, we, we stop and create four music video, like, not music video, music to be part of this protest, to be... Uh, to tell our people that as a Christian, uh, we are, we have feeling, we we want to be include on this, what's happening in Iran. I, I want to be part of uh, my people, even I'm in US and, and this is kind of uh, very basic human rights. Uh, and it's just like, these horror stories that I'm I'm hearing every day. They're raping 18, 19, 20 years old. And and one of the saddest things that I heard, the mom went to visit her daughter and says, Mom, my love, what you need uh, to bring you next time? She asked something that I'm not like the pregnancy pills because they rape me every day. So it just make me an honor. When we heard this interview, we just cry and said like, they're not human. They're like, a, how you can do it, how you can uh, go inside the house and beat up the women, the girls, the young people. Um, the, the picture we are getting, the video we are getting is, just breaking our hearts and like I tried to stop watching it but I said no I can't I can't because I want to see what's happening you know I can't be like okay this is uh my Christmas tree this is my parties I have to go 
um, do my life here because I'm not related anymore. But when I'm seeing my people in the church, Cornerstone Farsi, they're freeze even. I feel um, anything that I'm preaching, the mind is somewhere else. Um, and one one Sunday, I just stopped and I said, like, I'm not preaching. Let's pray for Iran. And uh, we have some members that uh, she she said, my son is on the streets. I can't sleep. Like, I'm now kind of going through um, our church and members and just telling them, you know, God is listening. And they think, where is God? You know, they're killing the blood in the streets. And um, where is God? Uh, why God is not listening to prayers? And because our church is kind of baby church, they're new believers. Uh, some of them, they're not coming to the church. I have to go uh, and pray with them, uh, just listen to them, listen to their cries. It's just uh, my heart is so heavy with all these things. And... Um, I have lots of friends uh, in Iran also, like there is artist friend. Um, I can't mention the names, even the rappers and friend, musician, they're in prison because they post something in social media or they, they became voice for Iran, Iranian people. So um, uh, I think my calling is to bring awareness, um, to be part of this, um, movement which uh very brave very brave like um sometimes i just kind of stop and saying how they can stand like that how these girls if you see the video standing and they don't afraid from their life i said we want freedom and now we are not looking like iranian before like oh uh, let's U.S. Army attacked Iran and took this regime. And people just give up and said, this is what we should do. We should stand for our freedom and we have to do it. And uh, especially this young generation, uh, the old generation, like when they did 1979 uh, revolution, they're not doing anything. All this young second, third generation standing for their rights and uh, they wanna they wanna connect to the world, and they're dying every day, and this is heartbreaking. There's journalists, activists, there is um, uh, lots of people in prison now. So I, I know that this is, like you said, I think just front of mind. Like this is kind of life defining for a lot of our uh, Iranian. Iranian Christians that are part of our church family. Um, how can we, how can we as, as Cornerstone English, uh, as Cornerstone Spanish, how can we pray? How can we support that part of our church family in the midst of all this? <laughs> uh, even now, like uh, uh, when I got like emotional, I'm an emotional guy. Um, even I feel now I'm kind of, something from my shoulder came down. Like, I had the chance to speak. I had uh, opportunity to speak with my church and uh, our pastors that 
there's something happened in my mind, in my country. Um, uh, we need to talk people to to hear their uh, their mind and heart uh, what's happening. And there there was some um, uh, church members. Um, I don't want to mention their names, but. Uh, they really, from first day, are what should what we should do. How can I do it? So post your social media, talk to people. You know, social media uh, has a worse part also, and also a good part that we can be Iranian voices because uh, they are they don't have voice. Um, so we are trying outside of Iran to be voice. If you have social media, just post something. Uh, even if you are influencer in social media, better to post something about Iran. And I'm seeing some of church members that are posting every day what's happening. They follow what's happening um, to understand Iranian people. For example, we always do Christmas party. We can't do it this year. It's just I can't. Uh, like there is no excitement about celebrating anything. Um, three months, they are killing every day. They are beating up people on the street. Um, like, how can I celebrate? How can I uh, post my daughter's birthday or even celebrate birthday or even be happy? I can't do it. Like, I tried to do it. I, I felt like, okay, this is my daughter's birthday, 7 December, I couldn't do, like, I, I, the feeling was not the same. Uh, affect every part of our life. And, um, and, and when you, so, am I hearing that too? We can, you just talk with our Iranian brothers and sisters, let them talk ask them questions, open up the doors for that. We can be um, advocates in a voice in the way we can. We can pray for both for what's going on there, for our brothers and sisters in Christ there, both in prison and in out, for our brothers and sisters in Christ here. Um, when, you, when you talk with our church members and they're wrestling and they're struggling, um, how how does the gospel give hope when things are so bleak and so discouraging and and so violent? Um, I don't know. How do you encourage them in the reality of God so that we might, I don't know, pray for that as well and pray for uh, that support? Um, usually I said like... Uh, Gospel in gospel, we have hope, and we have mission. Um, you know, I'm 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 trying to tell them like uh, I'm not a political person. I can't just talk about politics. I can't uh, because I'm not part of this world. The worldly stuff. They they want to find a leader. They want. I said we already has a leader. It's Jesus. We have hope in Jesus. And also telling them God has a special plan for Iran and our country. And Iran has a big part in Bible, in Old Testament. Uh, and 
and the story of God. And I said, there is something special for our people and our country. And, and God has specific plan for you to be light and salt and voice uh, of truth to the people. Uh, because Iranian, they're hopeless now. And um, they need to know, as a Christian, we stand with them and we pray. Um, it's so challenging, actually, because uh, most of our people, they are not a mature Christian for many years and uh, took lots of lots of my time uh, to go through uh, gospel, basic, um, be because like they are growing, they just get born again, <laughs> they got baptized, and this happened. I said, where is God? And I had to go in a basic, and, and most important is like, I can't change their heart. Like my, my words is not strong enough to uh, to change their heart and their mind. Their mind is not here. So uh, the Spirit of God can do it. And um, I'm trying to point them to Jesus and the hope in the Christ and how Jesus can feel right now what's happening for people that bit, bit Jesus up. Um, uh, Jesus never complain. Uh, Jesus never, but Jesus stand for uh, lots of things for people. And Jesus never um, left people, always with people. Only went out when he was praying. And um, sometimes people watch the horror and videos that beating up like these soldiers and people start crying. I said, don't cry because we are God's children. We have power in his name. I said, like, I'm not TV evangelism or I'm not pushing people to do something like that. I said, but pray when you see this uh, and we try to do it, like we pray for people of Iran in Jesus name. And because in Jesus name, there is a power. Uh, and I uh, said, this is the way we have to do and be voice of people and pray for them and um, rethink about gospel and uh, very, very challenging, Pastor Scott, very challenging. Sometimes I got like, what should I do? I got empty, like for one week I got empty. I, I don't have anything to give the people and then that's when Spirit started working on me and changed my character, changed my heart, changed my view. And it's just like, I'm kind of like, okay, yes, I'm a pastor, but this is the time that I don't have anything to give to people except gospel, except uh, the hope of Jesus. And hoping and praying that the Spirit of God start working on our people. And some, some people, they stop coming to church. They freeze. They can't move. And they, uh, like every day there's a protest. They said, I have to go protest. I can't come to church. I don't blame them. 
we say, okay, come, why you're not going to go judge them? Um, because this is what it is. All right. What, when you pray, what do you pray for? Like what, what would be like, I, I just like, even as you fall to your knees, you and Annette are just crying out to God together. You before your people, um, on a Sunday morning, like, what are, what is what do you pray for and and what what should we be praying for is um that was a big challenge for me in the beginning of this old protest and i know god has a plan um for iran uh, my prayers now is lord free our people from this dictatorship free these people from these evils uh, because I never heard something like this. Uh, I never heard in the history of Iran, which is Iran fight and attacked by Arabs and others, like they are just killing. There is no mercy. There is no mercy. You can see people is um, kind of smiling when they're hitting people. I can't, like how a human can do it. I said, Lord, just free Iran. Uh, take them out of Iran. And we don't want them. Like, free Iran from prison of dictatorship and Islamic regime. People, they don't like Islamic regime. People saw what Islam and ideology Islam is doing. You know, there's some people in Iran, they have their religious belief. Uh, I, I respect that, but what the Islam did for Iran was terrible and people realize that and they're they're looking for uh, new stuff they're looking for like I post like one 90 second of my ceremony somebody's making that uh, in Turkey and we are posting in uh, Cornerstone Farsi Instagram page um, I surprised that people is watching all this 90 second one uh, and um messaging, we hate Islam, what we should do now. Our religion, we hate religion anymore. I said there is no religion in Christianity. The real Christianity is relationship with God. And uh, I don't like religion too. <laughs> so. Thanks so much for sharing with us, brother. Thanks for your time. No, thank you for your openness, your honesty, your vulnerability. Um, your courage publicly in multiple different places, including this, I think we take for granted the courage it requires even to say these things into a microphone um, that is not as in, insignificant and um, appreciate it, appreciate you leading our church in our heart for the brokenness and pain all across the world and particularly in Iran right now. Yeah. Brian, as we wrap up, would, would you mind um, just leading us, leading our, our church family in prayer for Iran, for Ara, for our people, um, even just whenever they listen to this? Sure. Let's, let's pray. <clears throat> 
Great Lord, there are many things in the world that are uh, so difficult and painful, it can be hard to encounter them, uh, enter into them. Um, there's a strong temptation to avoid them. And when they happen to people uh, who are connected to, related to uh, our own church family, um, we don't want to turn away. We want to engage and reckon with uh, the sin and suffering that are happening um, and that are paralyzing and freezing people that we love, who are brothers and sisters uh, here with us, that you've made our family. So more than anything right now, we ask for you to bring a kind of uh, a feeling, a recognition, uh, a realization uh, to our brothers and sisters who are part of our church at Cornerstone, who are connected to Iran. Would you bring them a recognition that they are surrounded by a church family um, that is not turning away, is not ignoring, uh, but wants to join in and weep with those who weep um, and kind of be frozen with those who are frozen. Uh, whatever that looks like physically and practically, would you let them know that it's true spiritually um, and truly for them right now? And we pray for our brothers and sisters who aren't part of our local church family, but are part of uh, our family in Christ in Iran, um, who are scared, who are brave, uh, who are hidden or not hidden, uh, speaking out, uh, who are loving uh, their country as best they can with the love of Christ in such a difficult time. Would you support them? Would you be with them? Would you use them and these prayers for them, uh, and especially those who are connected to people here with us in our local church family, to make a difference uh, in loving their neighbor and in loving you, as hopefully the gospel spreads out and brings comfort, peace, and salvation by the Holy Spirit to those who are in need in Iran, even at this very moment. We pray that your comforter, uh, your own spirit would be with them there and be with us here as we try and process through uh, all that's happening, all the struggle, the difficulty, the suffering, the evil, the sin, um, all the ways that it can uh, be challenging to us intellectually and all the ways it can be challenging to our faith, all the ways it can flag our hearts and our souls and bring discouragement. We know, Jesus, that you... Uh, have walked with those who suffer, and that you yourself are one who has suffered in deeper and greater ways than we know. So remind us uh, that you are present with us and with those who are in the midst of it all um, with a tender hand and a compassionate heart, and give us uh, a hope in you that is larger than a hope we can find in even the good things here in the world, like freedom. Let that all kind of swirl together uh, to find the ultimate good that is you in the world you made, um, even in the midst of difficulty. We pray especially for Pastor Aura as he ministers most directly um, that you fill him up with goodness. And thank you for bringing him to us and for allowing us to surround him with hopefully encouragement and support um, that we uh, might be instruments that you use to fill him up when he's empty. But we thank you most for your son, um, who you sent by your spirit 
to give us hope beyond the things of this world and allow us to be those who make a difference in it all at the same time. So we lift up Iran, its people whom you love, uh, and our brothers and sisters here in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, B. And thank you, R. Thank you all for listening. We love you, and we'll see you on Sunday.